Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, Lachey's Bar after show here at AfterBuzz TV for episode two. Uh, I am not uh, joined by Jen Golden today or Lauren Leonelli. Unfortunately, they couldn't be part of uh, this episode's after show, but they will be joining the panel uh, shortly, soon, in the upcoming episodes. So you have me, Phil Svitek, the host for tonight. Uh, If you haven't already subscribed over at YouTube or iTunes or SoundCloud as this uh, this it's a fairly new show obviously only episode 2 take the opportunity to subscribe that way you get all the episodes right when they come out and they're completely free to you guys um, and uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, feel free to get caught up on episode one where Jen Golden and I recap that episode. <laughs> so tonight episode two it's basically we got two storylines overall we got we got the beer off, and then we got fishing with dad, which I thought was great last time. We got mom in there. This time we're getting dad. So, uh, you know, we kind of round off the the full Lachey's uh, family dynamic, and, and that was really cool to see. And we also got the, the kids um, as they practice, uh, Drew's kids, where they got to practice fly fishing. So that was good to see. Uh, you know, uh, so, so let's kind of start with the dad. Um, you know, to an extent, uh, they... Uh, they had dad come in and look at the bar, which I liked. Uh, they had a good dynamic. You know, they were telling him where everything was going to be and how he said, you know, uh, assisted living, this is what it really, really should be, um, which is great. You know, that revelation of, you know, they're not just building a bar for themselves and the decision they made last week to name it Lachey's Bar, obviously that carries more weight than just be, uh, than the success of them, obviously, you know, with 98 Degrees. And the name has a lot of weight for them personally, but one of the things that I I like finding out uh, as the show kind of progresses, and again we're only in episode two, but it, it just keeps unfolding, is that uh, it, it, it extends beyond just them as a family, so the Lachey's, but then also it really learning about Cincinnati, they really are very close um you know and even their quarrels and and things like that uh, you know the drama really is more uh so-called ball busting rather than anything else not necessarily uh, actual drama and what's nice is that uh the the drama that ensues is you know stuff dealing with the bar which obviously re- is represented by the choosing of the beer and so on um so that that was nice to see now you know, technically, I don't think this was the first time they've cracked open a beer because I, I, I specifically remember last episode when they were kind of tearing things down, they cracked some beers. But uh, if, if this is the uh, inaugural beer at the bar, so be it. I'm sure it won't be the last time uh, that they themselves have a beer before the bar is even fully opened. So, um, you know, certainly... Uh, as as Jen and I joked last time, you know, research and development. So research and development is 
is in full throttle this episode, certainly. Uh, that continues. And what I like the you know, speaking of that just in general, right, that sort of same mentality of just having fun and, and really bonding ultimately carried over in the fly fishing experience. Uh, I don't, you know, they, they didn't mention where they really went. Um, you know, maybe that's kind of their secret spots so they didn't want it getting out into the world. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not even known for fish. I don't know if, if they don't know that much because obviously they don't necessarily care about the fish. They care more about just time spent together and it, it was good to see you know um i don't know i i found it uh i i, I found it f- fun maybe isn't the right word but you know where their dad was wasn't really fly fishing with them as much they were kind of uh you know it's hard to describe their skill level at fly fishing yes i understand they haven't done it in over 10 years at least the, the you know the boys maybe the father has you know, and that's why he's on the sideline and just enjoying them uh, struggling through this debacle. Maybe you could blame it on the beer, but but overall, I would not call them good or certainly not great, but probably not even good fly fishermen. Um, the good news is, as I mentioned, they don't care, so it doesn't matter to them uh, if, if they catch a fish or not. It's all good because they got to hung out. So I think they they caught a buzz more than some fish, and that was that was good to see. Um, and I forget, you know, this is why I do wish Lauren and Jen were here because they kind of know more of the full family dynamic. As I said, I am not uh, I am not a Lachey connoisseur, so I don't know all the history. Um, I'm I you know obviously a kid from the '90s. I I know uh, 98 degrees. I know a little bit of the history. I know that obviously. Um, you know the various other stuff but but not the specifics um so then i mean for me personally uh, that was great to see but you know not too much beyond just that there for me the real fun of the episode was you know the primary storyline which is the beer off and this was fun to see because it was you know it was educational it was fun and it kind of combined a lot of elements and and it also presented the drama side of it, and even though it was masked by by them in a comedic way, you know, at at the end of the episode when it is Drew kind of there alone and can't get a hold of Nick, it presented the drama side where you know financial decisions have to be made and they have to you know you got, you got to move forward and every as he says every time you get to you know make a decision you get to check off a box that something's done, and so he's correct in that you know and you know. They've chosen to do a sports bar, so as we know last episode, in order to be able to hit football season, they got to hit certain deadlines. Uh, it's you know it's not a rolling deadline. So, you know obviously you hope to launch with a bar at a certain amount of in, in a certain period, but w- when it comes to a sports bar, they, you know it's very. And there's the you know it depends around the sports and so you want to you know if you miss that window, well you've missed out on a great launch. Now obviously you can still launch within that same year, but it's not as great. And so then you know the debate happens: do you wait till next year? Anyway, let's take uh, let's take a step back and start with the beer off. Um, they're over at a brewery, and uh, as they say. Uh, I like the Harry Potter type references with the beard. Um, I forget his name, but uh, he he was the head brewer. And, you know, uh, I mean, talk about a place where you're allowed to drink. You know, uh, this is kind of, you know, he, he this is 
again later in the episode, but when he's drinking the beer and he, as he says, you know, hair the dog after last night. At the end of the day, he is a brewer and he must taste this beer, and so why not always just have a beer in your hand? Uh, I think this is a this is a quite quite a fascinating job, and um, that's why anytime I get to kind of explore a world that I'm unfamiliar with, it it really does intrigue me. And as much as you know, I talked last time how you know thanks to um, John Taffer, I know a lot of kind of about the bar science and bar industry. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily know how to, you know, a lot about the brewing process. And so, and and by the way, as much as I do know about the bar industry, by no means am I an expert. I have not run a successful bar, but I have not run any bar. So just also wanted to point that out. In, In terms of the brewing it seemed like a fun process, and as as Nick and Drew do point out, you know, you don't kind of think about these things when when you do drink your own beer, but when when you get to create the full craft and you see the hops going in, and, and you're thinking about these various ingredients, which I found intriguing. So, you know, I don't, I don't know how they chose the ingredients that they chose. You know, one one chose an ale. Um, uh, he kept calling it, you know, it was an IPA. Um, it was an IPA, but, uh, you know, instead of calling it necessarily an IPA, he kept referring it to more of an ale. And, again, there's a slight difference in that. Uh, Nick went with a darker beer, focusing on kind of spices and peppers, whereas uh, Drew and his lighter beer were was kind of a lemon zesty thing. And, again, I, I don't know. It's one of those things, you know, I don't know. The consultation that I would have loved to see the amount of consultation, what kind of went into the thought of, you know, I want to add peppers versus I want to add lemon zest, because it's one of those that you know, you know, brewing takes a certain amount of time, and so if you just kind of throw in these various ingredients, you're not going to soon know how it tastes. So at the, you know, at Aaron's taste off, one of the I I kept cringing because the worst feeling in the world would be when you taste your own beer and all, you know, you're all excited about it, you know, in your mind it tastes a certain way, and then when you taste it. You're like, ooh, what is this? I was nervous for that. Yeah, I have not tried either beer, uh, but it would have been interesting, you know, to, to see. Luckily, you know, as, as we're told, um, I'm getting a sign from Roxy Stryer, one of our show producers, and it's on, on what is it? We put it up again. When did you become a beer expert? I did not become a beer expert. This is, this is what I'm telling you, the fans. Uh, I am not a beer expert. Um, Roxy, you're a beer expert. Hop on out if you want. You know, I don't. Roxy has not seen the episode, so if she decides to come out here, it's strictly on her basis of being a beer expert, not necessarily an expert on the show. But here she is. I'm gonna. She's gonna go on the couch, I guess. I was gonna roll her up a seat here, but so be it. She's grabbing her little headset. Um, you know, and she's gonna she's gonna hopefully wow us with her beer knowledge. Um, so Roxy Stryer, she puts on the headphones. So, uh, um, hello, am I am I am I live? Am I hot? I think I can hear you. Oh really? Um, I'm not. Hopefully, a, maybe I don't know if it's being picked up by my mic specifically. But there we go. I'm not a beer expert per se, but I I'm a beer drinker. Um, and I was just very impressed with the way you were talking, Phil. I thought that was awesome. Uh, that's why I said it. it wasn't like sarcastic. When you become a beer expert, it was like, you go, Phil. You could totally be, it could be Svitek's bar next. 
Well, but, you know, one of the things that I was most intrigued about, again, because th- there's that process, and I know um, one of our other hosts, John Quasto, who Roxy does a show called DC Movie News on our movie network called Popcorn Talks. Ooh, good plug. Definitely check that good out. Plug. You know, he does his own <laughs> beer, but it's always, you know, when you create that, it is an experiment. It could work out. It could not. And, you know, I don't. They didn't get into the history of Nick and Drew's kind of beer-making habits. Maybe they've made beer in the past. I'd love to know. So how do you kind of, you know, just check off ingredients? And I always equate it to it's one of those things like there's no, you guys will laugh, but there's an episode of Hey Arnold where they wanted to make the coolest bike ever. And then so they put streamers, cards, this and that. And, you know, it looked like a cool bar but then when they rode the bike you couldn't ride the bike because you know inevitably they made the bike not be a bike and so the point is when you add too much ingredients when does the beer not become a beer because you've added too much and it's like ew or is the point move it football head <laughs> uh no but to that point it's really smart and interesting again the beer expert clearly um Johnny has amazing different stuff, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I want to try that. It will be like pecan, apple, sage, and barley, uh, peanut butter beer. And I'll be like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just name it a lot of stuff. But that's what it is. And people get really offended if you don't like their beer. So I understand why this could be a point of contention on the show. You know, they want. Let me ask you this. Has Johnny admitted to ever creating a beer that he's not liked? Um, you know, again, because – like I said, you are experimenting. And, and by the way, you know, just in general, there's so many beers, right? Uh, there's the IPAs. And that's why I kept, you know, he kept calling it a nail. But, you know, there, there's the IPA is an Indian pale ale. So it's a little bit, um, I don't know, uh, stronger. Not, not stronger, hoppier. Like zestier. Yeah, hoppier. Yeah. Um, you got your lagers. But then there's different types of lagers. Um, you got your dark, you got your, your your stouts and whatever else. I mean, it's the list goes on and on. Uh, pull up Nestrop and we can go through the list right now. Yeah, you're a big Nestrop fan. I, I know you are. Uh, the, you're, you're right. There's a lot of different flavors and, and whatnot. I think we the point is we should definitely get the Lachets in here to teach us a class so we can be experts and we can speak about this very fluidly yes and so uh <laughs> i thought you know let me ask you this uh i thought it was a little unfair that uh, they did have a taste off but the problem is that you know while they're both cincinnati boys and they've gr- grown up here you know drew's obviously still you know here on a day-to-day basis whereas nick you know he comes in and so when you invite your entire soccer team Drew's soccer team they're able to throw back a lot of drew's beer and therefore nick doesn't necessarily have a fair shot at this yeah, I mean, if you're inviting all your people, then that's not a fair tally. That's not fair at all. I'll go play for the other team for a little bit. Okay, uh, <laughs> is it the ultimate diss when when uh, Drew's wife is not drinking Drew's beer and says, I do not like my husband's beer? I'm telling you, I think that that is a, a big low blow. People are very, they take their beer very personally, and if you tell your husband that you don't like his beer... It's almost worse than saying that he's not good in bed. <laughs> Honestly, it, that's really rough. That's that, really rough. There you go. Um, you know, the, the, I, ironically, you know, so Drew's kind of top of the world at that moment. But the thing that sucks, now he goes in, he has to get this beer. So you have to order a minimum of 120 kegs. 
you know, and by the way, ironically, that's a small order at 160 buck, bucks each. So that comes down to, as they said, about 20 grand. And it's one of those things like, okay, yeah, you won the taste off, but you're about to spend 20 grand on your beer. You open up this bar. If people don't like it, then, you know, Nick kind of goes, we should have met with my beer. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, beer, you can't keep it in the keg for too long. Sometimes you have to toss all the beer if it's not selling quick enough. So that you could really be wasting a lot. Yeah, so it's... It's a risk. It's, uh, it, what do you call those situations when you, when you like, feel like you're top of the world? You've won, but it's really like a... a Cloud nine? No, but then, but, but then you realize the weight of the world is now actually on your shoulders. Like but it's 22? Not the... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like you, know, you, you. I don't know. It's like when you've won. Let's say just you've won the presidency, and you're like, "Oh man, gosh, that was a lot of hard work." Whew. And then you're like, "Oh, I have to actually do now work for right. four years." Right, right, right. You, 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 in the immediacy, it seems like you won, but now the battle's actually about to begin. Exactly. I feel you. Yeah. So ultimately, that's where we're left off. We, he writes the check for twenty grand, and oh boy, let's hope this beer sells. I'm really pumped because that's that is a lot. Do you know who could help sell this beer? The two drunk girls. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe they're out there on the street team. That's Lauren, Jen, get on this. Start drinking as much beer as you can. The Lachey's need your help. Um. <laughs> I, I, hey, you, you know what? Uh, again, I we've teased it in last episode, but Lauren has been to the bar and. Make no mistake, I'm sure she has sampled every drink. She does her homework. I believe in her. I really do. That's right. You need taste testers, Lauren and Jen. They're there. We're going next. We're going to Cincinnati. Woo, woo. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for well, thank you, Roxy, first off for joining me, and, and thank uh, you, Phil, for becoming an expert in beer. You know, thanks to the Lachey's, I became an expert <laughs> in twenty-two in a twenty-two minute episode. I became an expert. Um, thank you guys for joining us. We, I, we appreciate it. You know, as I said, uh, you know, Lauren and Jen, they'll be here in future episodes. But in the meantime, uh, if if you guys enjoyed what I had to say, I truly appreciate it. Uh, it, it, it's a pleasure kind of getting to talk about the show. Um, if, if you listen to the first episode, Lauren actually knows Vanessa and Nick. She works with them uh, a lot. Then through the grapevine, obviously, Jen knows Nick and Vanessa, and they met multiple times. I've had the pleasure of meeting them, but uh, in the in the three tiers that I mentioned, I know them least. But what I do know is that they are wonderful, wonderful people. I've never met Drew. He seems like a wonderful human being. I really have nothing bad to say about these people. In fact, that's or my only <laughs> well, I, unfortunately, I you know I never recommend something that I didn't try, so I cannot recommend the beer. But the asterisk is I haven't tried it yet. Okay. So, all right, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next episode, episode three of uh, Lachey's Bar. I'm still confused because on the thing it says Lachey's raising the bar, which is a great title. So, is the show just actually called? Lachey? It is just called Lachey's Bar, but the interstitial keeps saying Lachey's raising the bar. Which is a great title. Don't get me wrong. Just <laughs> causes some confusion. Anyway, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, uh, I, go to I, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. Go to YouTube, leave a comment, say how much you love Phil and everything right. going on there. Make sure you guys reach girls. out to the two drunk girls, Lauren Leonelli and Jen the Jew. And we love you guys. And thank and you for DC tuning in. DC movie news for Johnny's beer. <laughs> uh, we'll see you here next time. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.